Welcome to the Free Range Preacher on Prayer Podcast. Richard here, your favorite announcer, hearkening you to season six of the podcast. Fred, your principal reminder, asked me to remind you of a most pressing result of prayer. So to converse with God, Him who we daily design to glorify and serve, and whom we expect daily in some measure to enjoy, and fully and finally, ere it is long, is certainly throughout a way of pleasantness and peace. John Howe, a treatise of delighting in God, and tongue and pen and wit cannot express my joy. Samuel Rutherford, the joy, peace, and comfort, in short, the abundant life which sustains the soul of the children of God is developed through daily conversation with Holy God. Let's join with Fred now as he reminds us to pray, pray, and pray. Welcome to the Free Range Preacher on Prayer Podcast. My name is Fred, and we are back in the paddock, and we are gloriously privileged to be able to talk about prayer. We've been again looking, kind of a review we're looking at, with the thought of what if I knew then what I know now, where I, where I would begin in talking about prayer. So we're going to look at that question. We're going to continue to answer the question that we looked at yesterday with the idea that the answer is not the answer. Where we begin will go a long way into our developing our steadfast prayer lives. So we, look, so we looked yesterday at three of the main reasons that, that I've noticed over the years that Christians pray, that we start to, to pray. The very first one was Thanksgiving. And we asked three questions as well. Do you remember your first prayers? If you left them in a comment, that's great. I do remember my first prayer. We'll actually talk about that in installment three. But the next question we had, as far as those three reasons, thanksgiving, we have a need and we are told to. I asked the question then, can you see any weakness of those three reasons? And when it comes to thanksgiving, the trouble is we are humans and we just have to be humans and thankfulness. Our thankfulness wanes over time. It always wanes. Anything that we're thankful or grateful for. In the area of salvation, it never leaves us, but we do have the tendency to let it wane and slide a little bit. Again, we never lose that ever because we know, in fact, as we grow, we'll talk about this here in just a few minutes, but as we grow, our salvation becomes more precious to us. And for me, I never read Psalm 22 without at least getting some shivers down my spine, very often weeping, because in, in prophetic language, David describes how he is feeling, but he describes the exact nature and feeling of a person being crucified. And when I read Psalm 22 and pray it, I think of Jesus suffering on the cross for my sins at such a depth as he did, as described in Psalm 22. So we never lose that thanksgiving, but it tends to lose its power over time. And then we asked the question, which one is not like the others of the three? And thanksgiving is a relational reason to pray. We are thankful to the God who saved our souls in that relationship. 
He brought us into that new relationship, and we are thankful for it. So hang on to that as well. And the second reason that I have noticed over the years that why people begin to pray, and I even tried this in that first year, I was unsuccessful, but we have needs, and that's why we begin to pray. We begin to pray because we're thankful, especially for our salvation. And then we have needs, and we know who our Father is, who is in heaven. We know he, give, he gives good gifts. We know that he tells us to ask, seek, and to knock. So we pray because we have a need. And in fact, again, we go back to David, Psalm 5.3, In the morning, O Lord, thou wilt hear my voice. In the morning, I will order my prayer to thee and eagerly watch. Can you see any weakness in that reason to pray when we have a need? One of the biggest is, and especially if we start there to pray, what happens when we don't see our need realized or realized quick enough? Because of the weakness of our flesh, we tend to let prayer go by the wayside then as well, and then we start working at our own at our own fleshly ways of making things happen. But just like Thanksgiving, when we have a need, it's a relational reason to pray, isn't it? Because we know the one to whom we can go and get that need met. So Thanksgiving, this answers the question, which one doesn't fit? Thanksgiving is relational and the need is relational. And then the third reason we looked at yesterday, the episode before this, is that we are told it to, either in Scripture, by what we see in the way of example, again, our pastors pray, the people around us pray, or someone just tells us that we're supposed to pray outside of Scripture. And that's the one that's not like the other. It's not relational. In fact, when we think about being told to pray, and it is presented that way many times, it's an obedient act of duty. With a little or no context, it just becomes a duty that we're supposed to perform. And you know that I like the idea of duty and glory and excellency in everything that we do in the Christian life. But when we start with a duty, do we really know what we're being dutiful to? That's a great question. And that's that weakness is very often we, we do not know what, our, what the duty of prayer is all about. And so as we look at the second installment, then we, we do know that Thanksgiving is a great place to start, but the weakness is it wanes. We do know that having a need that we are supposed to go to our God, but it also, if it doesn't work quick enough, our flesh takes over. And then duty, it is our duty. But there's something there the weakness in it being our duty is, and on the face of it, it is not relational. Thanksgiving is relational. Need is relational. Duty by itself is not out of context. It is not. And that's where we're going to leave off for today. For the answer to the trouble of all these, the answer that overcomes the trouble in Thanksgiving that wanes, that need unfulfilled, pushes us away from prayer, and then the duty of prayer, all the answers to those troubles are wrapped up, as we know, in our podcast verse, John 17, 3. This is eternal life, that they may know thee, the only God, and Jesus Christ, whom thou hast sent. And I believe that was my struggle in the first year of my salvation. I didn't realize the depth of my sin, so I was less than enthused about my thanksgiving. I didn't get what I wanted quickly enough. So again, I got discouraged and stopped praying or stopped even trying to pray. And then the reality, though, was I didn't realize who I was now in my new relationship 
to the holy God of the universe. I had no concept of John 17, 3, and it took me many years, even after many years of working on the discipline of prayer before I learned the real value of prayer, and that is knowing God and Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for today. We thank you that you call us to prayer. You call us to that relationship. Help us to learn that we ought to pray, that we can pray and not faint, and that we can know that you give every good gift, and no matter the answer, you are giving what we need and what is best for us. We bow before you and pray that we would make the center of our relationship with you, the seeking of who you are, what you have done, and our true relationship with you. We present all these things in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, to the glory of your name, and to the good of our souls. Amen. Thank you for listening, brethren. We are committed to the God who tells us, like he did with David, when thou didst say, Seek my face, my heart said to thee, Thy face, O Lord, I shall seek. Brethren, thank you for listening. Let us seek his face together. The next time we will flesh out that relationship, learning that relationship with Almighty God. Until then, let's pray. Thank you for listening to the Free Range Preacher on Prayer podcast. It's a blessing and edification to us that you've done so. We also pray it has been a blessing, uplifting, or a challenge to you. Remember, Fred and I are excited to hear from you. You can drop us a note in the comment section on Spotify. You can also email us at freerangeprayer at gmail.com or visit us at frponprayer.com. Once there, leave an email or a voicemail and get weekly updates on questions and answers and upcoming events and news. Remember also that for all possible voiceover needs, you can contact me, Richard Durrington, at richarddurrington.com. You'll find my email on the top right side of the website. I would love to help you. And as Fred says, there is no soul in AI. So get a real voice. Fred and I wish you all a blessed day.